0: Yo, y'all heard the new intro music, so right off rip, I gotta give a shout out to my boy Mike. You can follow him at B-E-A-U-D-A-L-L-E-O music on Twitter. You wanna talk about support? This man is the definition of support. We went to high school together in 2014, I decided, hey, I'm gonna start a blog. First one, off-rip. Whatever it is, I'll read it. Been supporting since. Podcast. Did my music for the first time I was doing this. He's just always supported. So y'all gotta go give him a follow just off the strength of he has done nothing but show love in everything I've been trying to do. This time, I hit him and I was like, hey, I want some new music. And he was like... Say less, got you, and then for him to come back with straight heat like just fire, original music that he put like his time, heart, and soul into. I just can't be more appreciative than that. Like, I love to put other people on a platform to show their content to people. So, while this does help me, I hope some of you guys go follow and check out his music because he's been nothing but supportive of me. So I got to give him a shout out. And I am in love with the music he sent me. I hope you guys, you forget my two minute ramble just now, go back and play that intro back. That was hard. Like that's how I'm going to start the podcast. I got to come with heat just off the strength of how fire my intro music is now. But that's two minutes of me rambling You guys came to hear an NBA Finals preview. I tried to get Jay Shaw on the line with me, but what can I say? I mean, that's the God. The God is booked and busy. He has some stuff to do. I wanted to get this out to you guys late Tuesday night so that you could have it for your morning commute Wednesday. And so you had time to digest whatever it is I decide to say before the game start Wednesday night. With that being said, if I sound a little funny or I cough, it's I got a little cold. Let's hope the pod god doesn't have the Rona. That's a joke. I'm. It's just a regular season-changing cold. All right, now that I've rambled another minute and a half, there's just some stuff I want to talk about going into this finals. First of all, Can you believe in the Blazers once versus Harden and the Rockets and once versus Jokic and Murray in Denver? So they have, both teams have lost three games all playoffs. And in this round, one of them has to lose four. I don't think, I'm sure somebody bet on it at the beginning of the season and was like, hey, Heat Lakers Finals. I don't know that person. My boy Sparks did say that he liked the Heat and the Celtics over the Bucks. I don't think he's the only one who wasn't sold on the Bucks. I know he's not the only one, because I wasn't sold on the Bucks. But I didn't I wasn't as in on the Heat as him. Which brings me to my next point. NBA players in the moment will forever know more than us. Jimmy Butler saw the Heat as a title contender. That's why he signed there. I'm sure Miami being Miami didn't hurt, but he believed that. Chris Paul had Miami on his short list of teams he wanted to be traded to when he went to the Thunder last offseason. The players know when they're playing. Because sometimes once players are done playing and they get in the booth and they get that little corporate check, all of a sudden they start talking a different kind of game. Like, maybe it's just former Celtics, actually. Pearson Perkins been just getting in front of the little ESPN cameras and saying some of the goofiest of things, especially, like, off the strength of one chip. Like, Some people say KD's chips in Golden State don't mean anything. If you let Pierce and Perky tell you, their one chip in OE in Boston is worth like 10 of everybody else's chips. The way they just get on talking the greasiest. How did I get on this tangent? I I don't know, but I'm rambling now and here we go some just information that I want to throw out there and put into the universe. If Anthony Davis wins this championship, he's going to join a super, super rare group of players. To my knowledge, there's only been seven that have done this an Olympic gold medal, an NBA championship and an NCAA championship. What does that mean to you? I understand it's it's just a super difficult thing to do. That is winning at a super duper elite level. Um some of the more recent greats just won't have that opportunity. Like LeBron will never have that opportunity because he went straight to high school from the league. Kobe the same thing. And then a lot of other great guys were one and done. Just like Davis, but what makes Davis special is that not only was he a one-and-done, he was able to win an NCAA title in his one-and-done year. And then he followed that with playing for the men's national team in the Olympics that won gold. And now he has a chance to be an NBA champion. He's probably favored to be an NBA champion. Going into Wednesday's game... As of right now, the Lakers are four and a half point favorites. And that makes sense to me. They have the two best players on the floor. But after that, this is why I need somebody with me. So we could play the. Who do you draft? When's the next Laker that comes up after you pick AD and Braun? Because the next best player is Jimmy. And then I think I'd rather have. Bam, Androgic, and then probably Hero, Robinson. It it gets funny after LeBron and AD, but the wild thing is LeBron and AD are so far ahead. And Danny Green... Proven champion, like hasn't been great in the bubble or the playoffs by any means, but he's won, he's been on this stage multiple times. This is his third team he's been to the finals with. He did it with the Spurs, he did it last year with the Raptors, and now with the Lakers. We know what Rondo does. Playoff Rondo is a thing. Actually, if you haven't checked out my girl Karen's Playoff Rondo piece on theplaygrounder.com. You should definitely read that. It's, it's just good basketball content. Let's talk about LeBron James. It's his 17th year, and this is his 10th trip to the NBA Finals. 10 times. That means way more than half of his years in the league he's gone to the Finals. He went five times as a member of the Cavs. Four times as a member of the Miami Heat, who, incidentally, he's playing in this finals. And now once as a Laker. And we talk about how MJ stopped all the dudes from his era from getting rings. Like, oh, Mike shut it down. So Stockton and Malone and Barkley couldn't get one. And that was Mike because Mike was a killer. He was going to kill you offensively. LeBron is different or Mike was going to kill you with scoring. LeBron is a passer first and foremost. That's what makes how high he is on the all-time scoring list crazy because his his first instinct is to get somebody else a shot. And that has come across in his championships. He got one for Bosh. He got another one for Wade. (coughs) Sorry about that cough. He's about to... Like Kyrie has one. He got a second one for Ray Allen. There's an opportunity to get Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard rings. A second one for Rondo. LeBron's ability to have players that want to play with him has given... He's... They used to say things... There was an old NBA adage like... Oh... Player X owes Jason Kidd a lot of money because he made him look good and he got him paid. Player X owes Steve Nash a lot of money because he made him look good and he got him paid. There's a lot of dudes out here who owe LeBron a ring, like or who need to say who owe LeBron a check. Like, damn, he really got me a ring. Jared Dudley and Shane Battier will be able to always say, well, if the Lakers win. Uh, Dudley will be able to say, look, I'm an NBA champion. And that holds a lot of cachet, especially because Dudley wants to go into the media world afterwards. And if you've ever heard him like on the low post or speak, he's damn good. And a championship ring will give him really nice cachet. At this point, we should just be calling LeBron the 31st NBA franchise. We call dudes like Harden and Steph Curry systems like you're off by yourself you're offensively a system like the system is get the ball to Harden or Steph creates so much gravity that people can't help and it's a system into itself LeBron is a franchise into himself like if you have Bron Bron it took him two years to get the Lakers from The bottom to the chip. His first stint in Cleveland took uh, maybe four or five years to get to the chip. But after that, it's been two years minimum to get you to the chip. Or two years max, I'm sorry. First year in Miami. Every year in Miami. To the chip. Got back to the Cleveland. To the chip. He's been in Laker in L.A. for two years. Year two, he's in the chip. That dude is a franchise all into himself. But you just heard me tell you, 17 years, 10 trips to the finals. That's impressive. That's otherworldly. This isn't 1962 where there were eight teams in the league. There are 30 teams, and this dude has consistently gone to the championship for more than half of his career. Let that sink in. I don't want to completely dismiss the Heat's chance of winning this because they've surprised me time and time again throughout these playoffs, but I just can't see them being able to beat the Lakers but I said that last series about the Celtics in order for them to win I do think Jimmy Butler is gonna have to beat Jimmy Buckets he can't be 12 to 15 point team player man he needs to assert himself as like really the big alpha dog and be ready to score the rock Aside from Jimmy, I think the biggest X factor for the Heat is Dragic. If he's able to punish L.A.'s guards, I think he can really... And I don't mean punish, but if he can get into the teeth of the defense and force rotations, I think it could cause some havoc for the Lakers. But then he's going to need... Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero to really stroke it. I'm interested to see how much of Andre Iguadala we see on LeBron during this uh, series. I wouldn't be surprised if there were times we saw Bam on LeBron and Jimmy possibly on AD. I'm just excited for the NBA finals, especially in a year where I didn't know if we were going to get the finals. And when it was time to bring basketball back, I've been very vocal that I was against it. But we're here and I love basketball, so I'm super excited. And I just want to close on this last thought. Is Anthony Davis the best teammate that LeBron James has ever had? This Anthony Davis. I know career-wise, it's Wade. But for one year, would you take this Anthony Davis over the best Dwayne Wade year with LeBron or the best Chris Bosh or Kyrie year with LeBron? Hopefully, I will get Yosha on next podcast to talk about it. But for now, tweet me your answers and your reason why. Once again, thanks to my boy Mike for the pod music thank you guys for listening tell a friend to tell a friend about the shaw's law podcast peace